love Michigan sports. Red Wings, Lions, Tigers, Pistons, Michigan, Michigan State, and the list goes on. And you love beer. Love beer. Who doesn't? What if we mixed the two together? This is State of My Sports. We'll talk everything Michigan sports like only we do, and then we'll down our fair share of beer from a local brewery. Grading the beer throughout the episode. So pop a cold one on your end, and we'll get busy on ours. This is the state of my sports. That's right, in this episode 144, today we're going to give our thoughts about the Super Bowl, revisit the Stafford trade, and see, like, just kind of discuss if the trade... <laughs> get Ryan's mic Got back me. up. Got um, me. Like a if, 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 the tra- if watching Stafford win a Super Bowl changes the, the way we feel about the trade and, and all that good stuff. Um, what else were we going to talk about today? Uh, Pistons a little bit, right? Lions locked in at 2 and 32. Oh, there you we're go. Gonna, no, the we're going to do position. mock draft 3.0. So that's all set. Um, and then, we're, yeah, we're going to talk Pistons and the trade that they made and maybe the trade that they didn't make. Um, discuss that. Um, we will have our final results for the betting hero picks. Transition to the Wednesday parlay that I'll put together for a few weeks before we get picks back up and running and grade some great craft beer here in the state of Michigan. If you're joining us live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Twitch, please let us know in the comments. Be part of the conversation. Let us know your opinion on all the topics, and, and we'll, we'll tell you where you're right and where you're wrong. And you can do the same to us, which is great. Uh, that's the best thing about doing a live podcast is you can be part of the conversation, or you can just listen later on and just take everything we say as gospel and not have go. an opinion back, right? Yeah. That's how it works, right? Absolutely. Yeah. If they're not going to comment. Normally what we get. Exactly. Yeah. So It is believe us. Before we jump in, I did want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors that help keep this thing rolling and free for our listeners. The Hops Brewing Company Cafe is the official brewery state of my sports. Mac Web Design helped us get our website up and running. And Betting Hero helps us and you get the best promos available in the sports betting world. I'm Sam Waldhart. With me today, we got Ryan Waldhart and Hello. Micah Smith. Good. I mean, the Super Bowl is done. It's officially the offseason. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that at all. I mean, all. it's been the offseason for the Lions. Though. It has, but like no football to watch. That's that's it's such a terrible time. Well, that that is like we're in the middle of February, where where it's like one day it's melting and it becomes super wet, and the next day it's freezing cold again, ten degrees. You never know what you're gonna get, and I just I cannot stand the middle of winter when it gets wet like that. I it's like a box, yeah. box of chocolates. You never know what you're mm-hmm. gonna get. Yeah. It, it see, sucks. And it feels like we're it's so close to like feeling like it's spring already. And yeah. we're still we still have probably a month and a half. Yeah. Potentially. I yeah, mean there, there are times that we get snowstorms in April. Oh yeah, yeah. And absolutely. it's terrible. Almost every year. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta just think of March as part of winter. I've already I've given up on the, the driveway. Oh I like I think I pl- I I did a <laughs> snowblower maybe maybe four times. And I'm done. Like, I don't think I'm going to do it again. Yeah. I'm just going to go over it and let it freeze and yeah, let people risk their lives. That's just, it's not my fault. Yeah, that's what I've done. I'm just, it's just not. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, no, like, I, you got me by a month, man. I, I gave up in January. Usually like, I look Christmas forward to it and enjoy it. And then I'm just like, man, this, this sucks. 
It's terrible. Yeah, it the, really is. The heavy stuff the other day. Oh my gosh! My snowblower was struggling. It was just like <laughs> Me too. like limping out the snow. It wasn't yeah. throwing it. It was like. Yeah, I, I actually quickly shoveled and and I actually thought to myself, my snowblower, like I would have burned up the motor trying to <laughs> do what I was doing with a shovel. We'll yeah, it was that was starts. wet and heavy and yeah, my snowblower was just literally just yeah, <laughs> like I couldn't so even basically shoot it outside of the 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 driveway. It was just like blow, but and then the next right, lap yeah. was blow. <laughs> At least we had football to look forward to. Now we don't have. Yeah, that. now we don't have any football. Yeah, usually I would be like, all right, I got to get the driveway done before football starts. Now I now there's no reason to get the driveway done well, and even because baseball, football doesn't start. They're not yeah, reporting exactly. or anything. They're supposed to reporting what? Is it tomorrow? I think they were supposed to report tomorrow or today. Man, even. that's great. I did hear that. Um, so if you're not on the forty man roster, you're still reporting. So the guys that we care about reporting are reporting. It's like oh. Torkelson and Green. Really? Yeah. So if you're not on the the main roster, you you still report. Oh sweet! No, I don't think they're gonna do any games or anything like that. Who but cares? Get at them least out there. at least play. they're there, right? <laughs> I, how crappy is this? Like I feel it. like that was the yeah. They just let so much time go between meetings, and now here they are trying to rush it. Just I know it's a negotiation tactic to to rush it and like put their yeah put each other up against the flame, if you will. But you what they should have done is at least get their their priorities out there, you know, whatever you're bargaining with right away. Like even if it's way too much and you're asking for the world, put that out there early. And then you guys sit on it for a while and be like, no, I'm not budging. Are you budging? No, but they didn't even start talking until January. And that it just, we, you yeah. could tell it wasn't going to go well. Yeah. How much money are they fighting over? I don't even know if it's money at this point. Well, I'm sure it's money. It's gotta be money, right? Yeah. There's Is it absolutely. like probably a percentage or something like that? I, I actually don't know the specifics about the money. I think the, the biggest thing is actually the, um, the number of years of control over I see I thought uh, I thought the the players association already went a, away from that as a negotiation tag. Like they're they're not even fighting for that anymore. Wait, now what? I could be wrong, but I I thought I heard that that like a couple weeks ago that they were going to not worry about it. But we 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 should really do that. We should, we should talk about that. It. Yeah. We should really look into it this week and maybe have a good conversation about it. And then what that will do is like we'll we'll talk it break it down on Tuesday. By the time this podcast comes out on Wednesday morning, they'll have it all figured out, and yeah, it'll be a waste of people's time. All figured it out. It always works out that way. Well, then, right? for our own sake, we should, we do should that. just do it. Actually, this is today. We're doing it now. Um, we don't know anything. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Omaha. Omaha. There was no, football on. So there was football. The biggest football game of the year, uh, the Super Bowl. And the Rams, Matthew Stafford won 23-20. to 20. It was kind of a boring game, but it was also a really good football game. It was like really weird. It, it felt like it went quick, too. I don't know. We were all together at my my parents' house, which was a good it time. Did, it was a weird feel to the game, though. You're right. <laughs> it really was. Like Hard it got it. It got out to like a quick start, and it was exciting. And then all of a sudden, just kind of like, what happened between the second and fourth quarter? Yeah. Like <laughs> or the first third and fourth downs quarter. Can you miss? <laughs> yeah. It was it was interesting. But anyway, Stafford uh, in the Rams did get the win. He went uh, 26 of 40 for 283 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, he led that that fourth quarter drive. Uh, at the end there to to win, they won the fourth quarter seven nothing to put them up twenty three to twenty there on that that last drive, which was, I mean that that's what we expected, right? That throw, that's a that throw, holy smoke! For the people that haven't seen that throw, just Google football porn and it'll come up. I think, <laughs> right? I think that's all it takes. I don't know. Like I, I was, I didn't know oh, I didn't do first. that. I yeah. was getting it uh, uncomfortable at work watching that. Like the guys at, at work were telling me, "Do you have you heard Stafford like explain that like the throw and stuff?" I'm like. I don't think I should do that at work. It's not safe. <laughs> it's not safe. 
But man, that <laughs> throw, not the right environment. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't the right. Yeah, but man, that was that throw is amazing. And I, look, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was pumped to see Stafford win that game. But we'll get into Stafford later. What were your thoughts on the game overall? I mean, the the Rams and the the Bengals. It, it, it was it's weird because usually you go into it really heavy on who you want to win based on hating the other team. I don't know. That's usually yeah. where I'm at. It's like, yeah. well, I, I guess when it's Tom Brady or something, I'm always like, yeah, I want Tom Brady to win. Yeah. But like, no, I agree. Usually with you. it's like a, I, I'm very, There's a, like, I either really like someone and then I end up hating. I didn't hate either of these teams. Yeah, same so, here. And I feel like that's kind of how the country was, but the ratings were still out there, which were crazy. And usually people hate watch. Well, right? that, well and that might be one of the reasons it was kind of a boring game in a way, a way too, because I didn't really have. And I know I should be a Stafford fan. I am a Stafford fan. I'm a big Stafford fan. I've, I've always defended Stafford. But I'm way more of a Lions fan than a Stafford fan. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really care if they lost. It, I, you know, and then on the flip side, the Cincinnati team that I've kind of grown to appreciate and like, too, with the, all their young stars that they have. Um, I, I saw the benefit both ways. So it was really more about just, like, appreciating the, the football of it. And there was definitely a lull in the middle of the game that just kind of made it, you know, weird. It, it went by fast. Yeah, and then uh, so Stafford went over Stafford's numbers. Joe Burrow didn't have that great of a game. He's twenty-two of thirty-three, so the, the numbers are pretty good. Um, two hundred sixty-three yards, one touchdown. Which that? How about that touchdown play? That that was that was a bad missed call. And I was like, man, if that is what is going to cost Stafford a Super Bowl, I, was, I would have been right up there and be like, yeah, it's not the Lions, it's it's Stafford. You know, like. This, the curse went with him, yeah, because that would have been brutal to lose on on something like that. But no, I think I think the the story of the game was are the quarterbacks, just like you showed right there. It's not that Joe Burrow played poorly; he just didn't make it happen. He mm-hmm. didn't he didn't have the magic when he needed the most. And Stafford did exactly what he's always done. And this goes back into a Lions uniform. He was the master of the fourth quarter comeback against all odds. That yeah. he's always done that from day one. And and he's a warrior, and he and it doesn't matter if he gets hurt. It doesn't like he plays through everything. He's a great teammate. You saw all that in the Super Bowl, and it was well represented. And I think it's you know kudos to him. Yeah, I mean, great <laughs> job, like an absolute professional. And everybody will will talk about you know like I don't, he's he's going through injuries and stuff right now. Like he went through it in that game. Oh yeah, and the ankle. Yeah, and he still doesn't complain. Doesn't doesn't make the story about him. He's still talking about his teammates. He still looks like he's. Proud of Cooper Cup and like wanted to give all that away to to everybody around him. Mm. So, uh, what a character, you know. That game, high character. That guy. game screamed what we've been watching our entire lives as as linesmen. It's Stafford throwing a pick or two, making unbelievable throws, leading the team. No running game. They're running back at twelve, twenty-one yards. Yeah, nothing. When was the last time a, a Super Bowl winner only had twenty-one yards? That can't be possible. Like I, don't, I doubt that's ever happened. That's got to be the lowest of all time. Well, if you look at the other guys, like Sony Michelle, two <laughs> carries, two yards. Stafford, three of six, whatever. But like uh, Henderson, four carries, seven yards. It yeah. was like across the board. The only guy that did anything was the seven-yard fourth down and one run by Cooper. Cup. Yeah, that was a ballsy call, man. Yeah, that was that awesome. was crazy. That was really cool. Um, it was. I don't know. I, I I liked both teams, and I like. Obviously, I wanted Stafford to get the win for for. Selfish reasons. I wanted to be right about him, and I think that that's my biggest thing. Is that I, I feel like I I was right. He was not the problem in Detroit. 
um, Detroit is the problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. And we've said that all the time. We kind of got a lot of backlash, like, you know, he'll never win playoff games. He's not a Super Bowl-type quarterback. It's yeah. all on him. No, with the with the dysfunction with the Lions over the, over the last 60-plus years, and then, you know, it, it's, that's not going to magically go away when you gave him, what, four different head coaches yeah. over his time period? like Seven different coordinators. There was, there was no stability the entire time, and it starts from the top, and they haven't had the right leadership. I feel good about where they are right now with the leadership. It's just different, but this felt almost like watching the Lions, just things went right instead of things going wrong, right? Yeah. I mean, the blue team and everything, like, it felt almost like a Lions game where it just turns out they were actually really good, where Aaron Donald did the right things. It felt like a week. 15 lines game that they do sneak out and win. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> Killer you're, you're right. Status, you know? Micah, did you have anybody that you were like rooting for or against on the Rams specifically? I didn't really have anyone to root for. There there was, I think, one Michigan player on each team. What about like Aaron Donald? Are you a big Aaron Donald fan? Nope. No? No. Jalen Ramsey? Can't stand him. Well, that's that's kind of where I was trying to lead you into that answer like, because <laughs> re, like, every yeah. time <laughs> Jalen Ramsey got beat, Mike is over here just celebrating <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> <I> suck it. <laughs> he he might be one of the most overrated corners. No, but I think that was the dynamic. It was weird. I was proud of Aaron Donald for doing something on defense, and then turn right around and do the same thing and just celebrate celebrate when uh, Jalen Ramsey gets beat over the top. Like it was it was weird. It, you it don't was, like Jalen Ramsey either. N- I, no, because I don't either. no, and I don't think he was. I don't hate him. Yeah. I don't hate him, but I don't like him. No, I don't. I don't like, and I don't think he's as dominant as people think. Yeah, yeah. but but that's not the real story. The story no, is yeah. that the the Rams have the structure in place. They really did miss one guy, the quarterback, and and that comes with character as well. And you need the leadership type of thing to win a, a Super Bowl like they just did. And Stafford has what it takes to win a Super Bowl, and and nobody can argue otherwise now. So it looks like we're having some issues with the live stream. We'll just keep this thing rolling. I'm I'm not sure what's going on. Um, did the I saw that the ratings came out. I don't know if you guys saw that. It came out today. The highest, uh, so like in, in like the high the biggest markets or whatever. Cincinnati led the way at forty six point one. Yep. Million. Yep. Right. Is that what it, this is in millions? Right. Viewers. Isn't that how they do it? Or is that percentage? Uh, I think it's percentage of TVs or something. I actually don't know. Because because overall it was over just over a hundred million viewers. I think. Okay, so it's probably percentage of TVs that were yeah, on, maybe. on the Super Bowl. Number two market, Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I thought that was funny. So that they're point two behind Cincinnati. Yep, we're living in the past, guys. Well, no, so I, so they were talking about this a lot on, on in Detroit in uh, Detroit sports talk the today and so as it like came out and then people started like looking into it there was they were like embarrassed at first like man why is that really how it's gonna go but then you look at like last year and number two last year was new england watching brady hate watching you know what i mean they and that mm. that's exactly what happened uh last year it was um uh kansas city was number one okay uh new england was number two and then Tampa Bay was number three. So it's really not that rare. And it happens a lot more than we realize. And then, um, but there were some others, like, so Pitt, Pittsburgh was hate watching the Bengals because they obviously hate the Bengals and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, but LA, 26th. They ranked 26th. That's pathetic. At 36.7 mil, er, percent. That's embarrassing. That's, it is embarrassing. But yeah. that's LA, right? They're really not even sports fans. No, they couldn't. Like, like the stadium looked <laughs> like they were in Cincinnati a little bit. Where is this list at? Uh, I don't know, honestly. 
I want to know where St. Louis comes in. That would be an interesting one to look at. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that that's actually a good call. Yeah. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Maybe we could look that up here before we go. Um but does what happened on this this these runs that these two teams went on, the way that this um uh Super Bowl was won, does it change the way you want the Lions to build? Or are you pretty comfortable with what they're doing? And we're gonna kinda transition that into the Lions conversation, but that's kinda the last question before we introduce our beers. Yeah, to me, keep doing the same thing. Let's remember Stafford asked for the trade. He wanted out. He had enough of you know the Lions culture and the losing and didn't want to go through a full rebuild with this team. And let's be honest, if Stafford was on this team last year, how many games do they win? Eight? If Lions were on, or if Stafford, if was, Stafford on was on the Lions this year? this year, yeah. How many games do they I win? I would say eight. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And they would be stuck in that purgatory, purgatory that we've always been in with Stafford. So we we were not there yet. He wanted out. We granted him that, and and we were able to start fresh. So, no, I don't think we need to change anything. I don't. I would don't want to live in regret either. I think it was the right move for both parties. And again, Lions were reacting to the request coming through from Stafford. For sure. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna introduce our beer uh, for tonight's episode, and we are grading from Arvon Brewing Company, Catching Rays. So it's one of their unbelievable sours, and the lighting is terrible for for this. I can't. I can't read this. It's okay. We're not live. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, I'm gonna pull it up on on the Instagram so I get it right. But, um, Mikey, can you tell everybody where Arvon is and and kind of what their specialty is? Yeah, Arvon's downtown Grand Rapids. They're on division between Franklin and Hall Street on the east side of the road. Uh, they got a really really cool setup. Um, they have great staff. Staff is always super willing to help you out. Pick something. Um, they're they're a lot of fun to work with, especially on the podcast. Yeah. No, they They're, always treat us well. They're a great, great group of guys. Uh, Jake is the head brewer, does an un- unbelievable job. I've noticed they've been doing a lot of collab- collaborations lately, mm-hmm. which is cool. I always get excited to see that kind of stuff yeah. come out. Yeah. It's always fun to see, like, that's one thing I really like about the brewing industry is it seems like they all have each other's back. And I think Arvon kind of leads, yeah, for the, sure. like, is, is a good example of that is their, their, um, very unique, but people seem to love them and you know want to want to pick each other's brains and kind of do stuff together. So, um, catching race is a five percent kettle sour with pineapple, coconut, vanilla, and lactose. It's creamy and thick with strong coconut and pineapple that take you straight to a beachy pina colada. And I think that's a perfect description is the pina colada. That's what I taste in this thing. Oh yeah. And I mean, if you like anything like. <laughs> Uh, tropical and stuff that's that's right where it's at and i forgot to transition into the beard intros <laughs> we i actually just watched the video of of the countdown and then so we were live for the countdown and then it went away did so, it yeah, it might just, be the song maybe that i tried to do oh really try to sneak a song Can you in just like relaunch us on there or something i could try it yeah i mean Should i, I just hit wanna... stop streaming then start streaming again uh yeah give All it a right. shot yeah it's worth a shot right because since we're not streaming, so we're yeah. doing it live. Oh, I got a drop for that too. <laughs> we'll do it live. Okay. We'll, we'll do it live. <laughs> you just cut do yourself out before. I Dang, I always do that. We'll do it live. <laughs> you always have to describe my explaining. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? What are you talking about? Uh, Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Describing explaining. The thing sucks. <laughs> All the, right. The drops are just so long. I think they're just like one little thing, and, and then know. you just go on and on. If it's craft beer in Michigan sports, we may not be the authority, 
but we love both like a fat kid loves cake. Hot, hot! This is State of My Sports. Look, when John's gone, John is, is out with a stomach bug, allegedly. <laughs> You're doing great things over there, buddy. I'm, I'm multitasking. Good job. Speaking of great things, let's talk about more about Stafford. No, I think we kind of already beat that that horse to I death, mean, right? w- what I keep hearing about is the the debate about him being a Hall of Famer. Sounds, I think that's silly. It's, what? it's a dumb debate to have. Right. Is he on his way to becoming a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. With the stats in the Super Bowl now, and then the, just kind of the one-year proof of how good he can make a team in the right under the right circumstances. Of course, of course he's on his way. Do you say that this is it now just cuz he won a Super Bowl? No. no, he still has a career to play. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And to be honest, I do not give a flying f. No, it doesn't who matter. a Hall of Famer is and who isn't. Like it's never that's never been anything that I, I truly care about other than the steroid guys I think deserve to get in. That's one that we we talked about just a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, yeah, with, when it comes to, like why? Why talk about this now? Why is somebody like Richard Sherman talking about this? Is it that, that's just what bothers me? Is is he why wants to be relevant? Why argue against it? That's the way I look at it. Because he has a podcast. Is that what it is? Yeah. Those idiot podcasters. I know. Everybody thinks can they never can podcast. Try. They're all just looking to get their voice out there and have an opinion about. Yeah, but they're not professionals like us. Exactly. Yeah, like leave it to the professionals. I, I wonder if they have drops. I wonder if they multitask. We don't they go just out there trying top. to play football on their NFL field. Stop coming in our point. lane. Yeah, stay, stay in, in your lane. lane. <laughs> Isn't that what? Didn't Sher- Sherman say that? Stay in your lane. Or yeah, something? He that was did. his thing, wasn't it? <laughs> I or hope was so. His... Like post game. Yeah, like I feel the, like he had like a a rant where he said that, but I, I could be wrong. I don't know. His Aaron Andrews rant was really weird. That, that, dude, that I don't like Richard Sherman. And, the, and the, for the fact that Neither he's throwing out like, oh, it was a ha- pass-happy league, blah, blah, blah. All right, well, then your numbers are inflated too there, buddy, with having all these broken passes and stuff like that. So don't pretend that a pass-happy league doesn't benefit you as a corner, right? It, for your Hall of Fame numbers, if you want to talk about that, I don't know. It just drives me nuts. Do you have Richard Sherman written down on this show? Sheet? No, I don't, but uh, <laughs> guys – you want to debate All right, it? So, for the record, do I think he's a Hall of Famer right here, right now? No, but he's got a career to play. So don't argue against it, though. So if you're not going to argue for it, just don't argue, period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like, think it's something that should be on the table. It's so stupid. To be debated it's right not now. needed to be debated right now. It, exactly. It's not even an argument that needs to be talked he, about. He's, yeah. he's not looking at calling it a career and guess who in the next season or two who cares even less than us probably but you know what though Matthew Stafford yeah well, <laughs> like, you know what he the, doesn't care the about the biggest problem in my mind with the take is that he's coming at it so strongly like of course he's not what of our what has you know our standards have dropped so low in the NFL that yeah. we're going to accept Matthew Stafford it's like He's not even done playing. <laughs> He's what thirty four? Yeah, I think he turns. He just turned thirty five. Yeah, right? or maybe just turned thirty four. So I think he just turned thirty four. So, so he's still pretty young. He's got. He's got. He's a quarterback. He's got plenty of years left, and it's not even a conversation worth having. A conversation that we can't have about Stafford. Do you think he should have been the MVP? Yes, and I do. I, I do. I do too. And I don't want to take that away from Cooper Cup because yeah. what he did in the the last drive and all of that stuff was was important, and obviously. Couldn't have done it without him, but he was also invisible in the middle of the, the game, I thought. And they didn't utilize him the way that I think they should have. Look, but sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no go, go, go. Because <laughs> you're, you're gonna throw numbers. If like you're numbers. a wide receiver and you win MVP of a Super Bowl, you better put up some numbers. Yeah. He and didn't he, even break hundred. Eight receptions, ninety two yards, two touchdowns. Now I get how important he was. <laughs> yeah. I get the two touchdowns. I get even the seven yard run. Was it that was to win the game. That was yeah. to win the Super Bowl. That was huge. 
Stafford was the reason they were moving the ball down the field the whole time. Yep. The no look pass. Yet he, he put up yeah. those on a string to him. Mm-hmm. Stafford <clears throat> should have won this, especially based on precedent that quarterbacks yeah. are the most important and they should win everything. Yeah, Dude, I mean, or Aaron Donald even. Uh, That's so who people, I was leaning towards. People, see, I don't, I didn't even disagree with that though. Like Aaron Donald, yeah, he was really good in a couple moments, in key situations. In key yeah. situations, they talked about for the first half. Oh man, they're doing a great job shutting down Aaron Donald. Look, he does a lot more than put up the numbers, and and I get that he opens things up for other Double guys teams, and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I don't want to like hate on what Aaron Donald does. He also got lucky on the last play. But I just think I think Stafford was the best one out of all of them. I do. Yeah. I think he deserved to get it, especially with the way that quarterbacks are treated in this league. And and just as important as Cooper Cup stepping up when Beckham went down, mm-hmm. Stafford stepped up and then had to change his game plan and start yeah. throwing no look passes. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Did you guys or watching the game, did you know what was going on with Van Jefferson? Did you guys hear about that? No. The wide receiver for the Rams? No, I had no idea what was going on with that. His it. wife in the middle of the game, so they the game they started at the game and she was pregnant. And she had she went into labor during the game. What I think really? it might have been like right after. I don't know, but they he basically the second the game ended, ran to locker room. They took her off on a stretcher to in, in like a to take her to go have a baby. They had a baby that night. I mean, it might have been after midnight. I don't know like the oh details and gosh. stuff. But yeah, she was basically in labor during that whole game or during the game. Yeah, I'm not sure my which, head would have been in the right yeah. space no, either. Which makes nope. sense on how bad he looked a couple times. Yeah, he he did, just yeah. looked like he was not interested. And then Stafford never threw back. Never threw <laughs> yeah, I know. Again. I was like, uh, but no, that was, that was pretty funny. But um, I did want to talk a little bit about how the the mantra that's being put on the, the Detroit Lions fans in this situation. And, and it's not all of them, but there's a an idea that these Lions fans are claiming the Super Bowl. There's a stupid meme going around of, of a f- banner, and our former quarterback won a Super Bowl hanging a banner. These are jokes, people. And it's driving me nuts that you have idiots that have no idea what they're talking about. I mean, like, oh, should I claim a Super Bowl? Because I'll be like a Lions fan and claim a Super Bowl because my next head coach is a Rams coach or something like that. Like, you see this stuff online. It's like, <laughs> all right, this is not the way we're acting. This is not, like, it is a joke that people are saying these things. Yeah. Did I want the Rams to win because of Stafford? Yeah, I did. And there's, literally every single Super Bowl, you go and sit and watch and you want a team to win and you want a team to lose. So it's really not any different. The only difference is this was my former quarterback and I really liked the guy. And I really wanted to be right about him and now I am. And I feel really good about myself because of it. I mean, I feel great. (laughs) I really do. I'm not hanging any banners. I'm not wearing a Rams jersey. I'm not doing any of that. But I wanted the Rams to win. The same way that person A, B, and C wanted the Rams to lose, even though they're not Bengals fans. It's just you make your decision and you go with it. So shut up about people saying that these Lions fans are stupid for wanting their their former quarterback to win. That's a stupid take. No, Nobody... Yeah, I agree. There were a lot of Patriots fans that were rooting for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, and they they didn't get crap because there's a lot of people that were really strongly on the other side of that. The difference is they were they were on the other side of it because they didn't want somebody else to have success because they wanted it all for themselves. Lions don't have that success, so there's no like hate side of Stafford. Like we're yeah. we're we kind of want the best for him. Yeah, that's that's the only difference. Well, that's what happens to every 
single fan of every team that has a franchise player that leaves and goes to a different team. It happens all the time. Brett Favre? Yep. Brett Favre, Ray Bork, um, Wayne Gretzky. Like, all of these guys, they it, they all go through it. Brett Hall. Brett Hall was another one, yeah. Well, he won one in Dallas, and that was kind of the – yeah, St. Louis didn't really like that a whole lot. But, I mean, that's – but, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, <clears throat> Luke Robitaille, that would be a better example. Oh, okay. Actually, I think he won one pretty early on, but doesn't matter. Let's look it up. Make sure we're right. No. <laughs> <laughs> look, we're not claiming this is one of ours. We're n- it's not a win for the Lions. Yeah, no, it has not nothing to do with it. So it's for the people take. that are joking about that, just shut up. Well, they they just want to throw Detroit under the bus even more yeah. and say, look how terrible and embarrassing they are. It's like, we're the ones making fun of ourselves. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Stop. Just <laughs> laugh. Just <laughs> laugh. Don't and, take it seriously. Exactly. I did want to go back to, to a quote. So I actually listened um, to, to the episode when the Stafford trade happened <laughs> and I, I said something and i was like I, w- I was just listening i wasn't planning on pulling quotes and being like oh look how right i was or anything like that <laughs> but again i gotta do it when you do right so a quote that <laughs> oh i had God. is i'm not going to go buy a ram stafford jersey or wear rams gear i will sit in the back and smile when they win the super bowl or beat the packers in the championship game if they even get there <laughs> nice 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 <laughs> I was like spot on. <laughs> yeah, you were. Congrats. <laughs> no, I was. You earned that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just. I. That's exactly what I wanted to happen. And I, I told myself as I, I put on my Lions jersey. I do it every Super Bowl. I always wear my my jersey during the Super Bowl. That's just what I do. So it felt a little weird putting my Stafford jersey on this this time because, oh yeah, Stafford fan. But it wasn't about Stafford. It was just my Lions jersey. But I put it on, and I told Andrea. I think this is the last time I'm going to wear this one. Ooh. Until he comes back. Ooh. Because he's going to come back. Wow. But I just, and that's, what that's I, what I meant, topic. what I meant is by that. remember this episode? What I meant by that. It wasn't about, like, if, if that's, if I don't have a new Lions jersey, I'll put it on for my games. So no, that's no, just no, no, no. You got to But what it is, word. is I am done. You just quoted yourself Sorry, on your own podcast. <laughs> I'm done wanting Stafford to win. Okay. That ship has sailed. Yeah. Now, if he goes out and has a good year and wins another Super Bowl, I'll just say I'm even writer and we'll have this conversation again next year. Yeah. But for me, I want the draft pick now. I want McVay to retire. I want Aaron Donald to retire. I want the S to hit the fan. Stafford to demand a trade. To demand a trade <laughs> at the end of the year. Actually, maybe just take a year off and protect your body, and then we get his their top five pick next year. That'd Why do you be want Aaron Donald to retire? Why wouldn't you want Stafford to take him with him to Detroit? I want him to retire for a year so they're not good. I want the Rams to be we, bad we next pick. year. We need the draft pick. Yeah. Okay. That's what I want. He can come on over. Yeah, he can come. Cooper come Cup can come. Over. I mean, just bring them all. Heck, if McVay wants to be the OC, that'd be cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not our head coach. We got no, yeah, we got oh, the head gosh. coach. We got the leader of men. But uh, I did want to quickly revisit the Stafford mm, trade. <laughs> um, basically, I mean, with obviously everything hitting the fan the way it did, and people are like, oh, well, here we are, 32 now. This is worst-case scenario. Does this change the way you, you looked at this trade, or would you have taken uh, the other trades that were out there knowing what we know now? No, I would I would rather take the trade they they took. I like the two first round draft picks, and you could say all you want about number thirty two. It is the worst case, 
you know, in mm-hmm. 32, but you still have an opportunity to take a top two or three talent at every single position in in the draft. Like, if you're looking for a gem, somebody who stands – like, if you, I, I always think about this with with uh, the NBA draft lottery. So you have, you know, one through five, you might find a gem at three and five and seven. You might find the best one of those. NFL, all the positions are so different. You can get that across the board at every positional group. If you want the number one linebacker, you could go get him in the third round sometimes. If, right. you, if you want the second best wide receiver of a really good crop, he might be a second rounder. You know what I mean? So it's it's just different. You you have to prioritize your needs a lot more in in building a structure so you still have that that capability at number 32. Yeah, absolutely. Year in, year out, there's always ebbs and flows of the supply and demand basically. You know, you have you have years where you're going to have an enormous amount of interior offensive linemen. Yeah. And you can still find someone deep into the second round, maybe top of the third round that gives you value on the offensive line or knowing when and to you can, pass you can say that about quite a few positions not not necessarily qb if you need someone in the next two years to yeah. be dominant yeah it's not just well. a comparison of players it mm-hmm. is also is this linebacker crop just because you're the best of this crop are you going to work out in the nfl yeah. you might not get any of them work out and, or you might get the and, best one at you know the fourth best rated linebacker within their their positional group. And and don't forget that's what your coaching staff is there for. You these guys are here to still develop. They're not here for two years. They're here for a lifetime in the NFL. Yeah. So the, I guess that is your job to answer the question because we got the two first round picks and the third. Mm. Yes, I still like this trade. Yep. Number thirty two. You can go if if we need a linebacker so badly, we still can get the best linebacker in this draft at number thirty two. And it might not be Nicobe Dean, but it might end up being Chad Muma. You know, mm-hmm. you just don't yep. know. Exactly. No, I think I think that's exactly right. I would take this deal time and time again because. I just and I talked about it last year. It was the quantity over quality. I feel like that's one of my go tos right now. I did it with the Lions. Um, where I'll get into it with the Pistons when we start talking about the Pistons here in a bit. Um, it's like the, the Lions when you like. All right, let's use let's use the Stafford Lions as an example, right? And we had top end talent. We had Stafford. We had Calvin Johnson, one of the best wide receivers in the league. We had Nadam Kinsu, the best player at his position. He's still doing what he does. He's not extremely good anymore but he was the best player at that position for a long time and we had really high-end talent what were we missing the quantity of high-end or of talent in general it was like we have this and nothing else and that's what the problem was and when you have quantity you can miss on your second round pick time and time again that that can happen because you have the extra first round pick. Yeah. And you can take chances. You can reach for a guy because you have that opportunity that and get the player that you actually like and not just be like, uh, but we've got to take this guy because he's we're told he's the best player available. Yeah. Type no, thing. Absolutely. Yep. You can change your mindset when you have the quantity. And then you can also turn quantity into quality by moving around in the draft. You move up, you give up a third round pick along with your second first round pick to move up. Six picks and get the right guy yep. ahead of you know the Packers or, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like that's where this is really this is what this seems. That's what rebuilds are about. When you're rebuilding, it's not about getting. Uh, we want the best wide receiver now. Yeah, we want the best uh, defensive tackle because he's there. 
well, I mean, yeah, it's great to have that, but instead, like, let's add pieces that can be maybe not the best in his in at his position, but a starter. And we're not spending the money on these guys. And it just it's really the right way to build when you're trying to rebuild. And you look at these teams, look at the Rams, they've done it through the draft. Yeah, they brought in a lot of free agents and stuff, but it's depth guys in the draft that have really made this team what they are on top of the the elite talent that they're bringing in. But I don't know, it's like I still love it. I would rather take this rather than have Penny Sewell and, and Micah Parsons right now. I'm good with just having Penny Sewell. I don't need Micah Parsons because that that type of talent, that type of player is a luxury. We're not in the mood for luxury right now. We need to build a foundation, and then we'll put the luxury on top when this rebuild's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not ready to win yet, so why why be on his fourth or fifth year of his contract all at once You know, as, as we're starting to get good enough to win? It, yeah. does, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I, for the people that think the the Panthers was the better pick or the better trade, I, I, I think you just got to look at the way that these teams play. It's, it's all about multiple, multiple good players, on, on your roster, and it's not about the high end only. It's just about building, and you need multiple pieces to to really build. But, uh, we are locked in at two and thirty two. Which is a perfect reason to do our mock draft. Yes. Three points. Point. Oh. So I did find one. This okay. Is, this is a three-round draft. Ooh, really? So I, I don't want to go too crazy on this. Like, I don't know where, how we're sitting with time and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. Not worry about John. it? Don't worry about it. Yeah, John, how we doing? Just well, keep your good. mouth shut we're if, if, if we're sitting good. We're not, right, we're not we're live, good. so... We are now. I did figure it out. You did? I, I did. I don't know what happened. Like, this is really weird, but I had to refresh that. Oh, one. nice. Yeah, so we're, we're live. Yeah. Um. Anyways, how, yes. how, how do we want to do this? We've done it multiple ways. You want me know. to just, like, tell you some of the players that are available with these picks, and then you guys can make your picks, or do you just want to talk about what this mock draft does, and then we'll discuss where they're right and wrong? Let's do that. Want to do that instead yeah, yeah. of... All right. Yeah. You give it that? Do it. All right. Do you have have you done a lot of research on the draft and, and the prospects that the Packers might be looking for? No, not yet. The Packers trade up in this this mock draft. So this one has trades. Quite honestly, they've got them taking a wide receiver. I don't know. Okay, I've looked at like a dozen of them taking a wide receiver and that never happens. No. It they they did it they said it last year, the year before. It never happens. But it seems like a good year to trade up for a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> or dump him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Jacksonville's pick is in. They're taking Evan Neal, okay. offensive tackle, out of Alabama. Smart. Which leaves the Lions with their best, choice. Best case scenario. Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson. Those are the two that, that we're looking at in, in, if we're in this position, right? Yep. This pick is an actual. Who, who's who's is this? I want to look it up. A Chad Reuter from NFL.com. His pick is in, and he selects Aiden Hutchinson, edge, out of Michigan. And this is what he says: keeping the winner of the 2021 Ted Hendricks Top DE and Lombardi Top Lineman awards in Michigan will, of course, help the team's pass rush. Hutchinson toughness against the run and football intelligence. However, 
Man, I'm just blew this. <laughs> what else is new? Also played big roles in making him the Heisman Trophy runner-up and top five prospect. He was runner-up? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, I didn't know that. It, it wasn't I think I did, that. and I just forgot. Because yeah, who cares? Right? It wasn't extremely <laughs> close, but he got he got a lot of votes. Um, so that is who they're taking. Nothing wrong Do you think with that's that. the right pick in this situation? Have you landed the plane on Thibodeau or Hutchinson, or are you guys just keeping your mind open and be like, want to see the combine, want to see what happens? Like I, I have. I have. Inter- I, I landed. Like, I like Aiden Hutchinson more. You do? Than Thibodeau, yes. I think gun to head, I would rather have Thibodeau. Yeah. Right now. Oh, but, really? I, yeah, I would. I agree with Ryan. I just, uh, I just so think Ryan. I think so locker room guy. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. I, I just, yeah. I do not need to see combine stuff with either of these guys. I don't. You've seen it on the field, high, high horse, high energy, both of those guys, and go watch the film. Tell I, me who you like. I think that's a and really I, good example. And I or think, a good point. And I think that's kind of what you're getting at. I, I've, I've watched Aiden Hutchinson all year. I've seen yeah. highlights of Thibodeau, but. In all fairness, I probably should watch a little bit more Thibodeau and then make a decision, but yeah. right now that's it's a no-brainer to go Aiden. Basically, I'm keeping my mind open to what Thibodeau was in heading into the year and the, the prospect that he already was based on his his measurables and all of those type of things. Not saying Aiden Hutchinson wasn't, so I, I, I don't think that's fair. But basically, I'm going into this being like, okay, combine, interviews, the, all this process, Thibodeau show me why. You are better than Aiden Hudson. I'm expecting to see it. I'm open to that, basically, is what it is. I don't want to be blinded by Michigan guy, what I've seen. Like, I'm okay with being told, no, there's going head-to-head in measurables, and it is obvious that Thibodeau's the the better fit for, like, the NFL. That's basically what I'm open to, and I'm, I'm expecting that they'll be telling us that when the time comes, I, I guess, is where I'm at. But I, I think Hutchinson... Is I don't know. I think he will always be effective because of his motor. I think he has elite hands to just kind of shove off blockers. And if we've learned anything from Aaron Donald, it there's not one way to do something. He looks like a bowling ball, just kind of like a bouncy ball, rather, just bouncing around from double teams, and then he's at the quarterback suddenly. Like I don't understand how Aaron Donald is so good and. I think Hutchinson has way more of that in him than Thibodeau does. He will always be chasing the quarterback down from behind. He is a freak athlete that can, I don't know, just even when something goes wrong, he's going to be there to clean it up. That's fair. A couple more interesting picks here in the top ten that I thought were interesting. Carolina Panthers traded up to number three to take Malik Willis, first quarterback off the board. Kyle Hamilton at four. Um, Thibodeau went down to six. Wow. Which was to the the um, Texans with the trade, uh, Devin Lloyd all the way up in the top seven linebacker out of Utah. That was interesting. David Ooh. Ajabo, number eight to the Atlanta Falcons. Out of boy. Two two uh, quarterbacks here. Number nine, Denver Broncos. Pick Kenny it. Pickett. Number ten, Steelers traded up to take Sam Howell. So what is that? Four quarterbacks or three? Three quarterbacks in the top, top 10, ten. Which. Would love that. Let's let's keep that going. Yeah, let's make it. T- let's make it four. Yep. Um. Uh. Corral, number eleven. So three quarterbacks in a row there. No way. Yeah, I don't know why Corral would go there, but anyways, that was Where's for that the Washington. That was the Commanders. 
commanders. They commanded their new quarterback to say, come here. Um, I like your old name. Cleveland Browns took Traylon Burks at 13. Uh, Jordan Davis went to the Chargers at 17. Yeah, that's pretty popular right now. What about the the Ravens? So I know they're a little bit. I don't. I don't know actually where. No Ravens. If a Baltimore Ravens took Trevor Pennington, offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. If mm. if a Jabo starts falling in the draft, I would predict. You think he's going to go there? The Ra- he would go to the Ravens. I, I think that's a good. Yeah, with the McDonald connection, the Hardball connection. Yeah, yeah. That, that's actually a really good point. It's a need for them too. Um, Trent McGuffey, uh, cornerback, went like to the him. Arizona Card- Cardinals at twenty three. Dallas Cowboys took Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, out of Ohio State. Oh my gosh. Um one 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 this is the f- that high? Yeah, what? Why, yeah. Why are they going wide receiver? I don't know. Huh. Nicobe Dean went to Tennessee Titans at 26. Interesting name there. Okay. George I Pickens. Think that's a good pick. Yeah. George Pickens, 28. Ooh. That's the first I've seen him in the first round, which is interesting. Ahead of um nobody, I don't know. <laughs> who I was going to talk about there. I, I like um, George, George Pickens. I do too. I was hoping that he would fall like yeah, third round. He's, a, he's a good prospect. <laughs> um, so the Lions are on the clock at 32. You just want me to tell you who they took? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. The pick's in. With the 32nd pick, the Detroit Lions select. Do you have any guesses? Well, Daxon Hill's still out there, but he's fallen into the mid-second lately in, in mock drafts. I've seen him in first the last I've two I've seen drafts. him in a lot of first, but this is the first time he has been this low, I would say, that I've seen. Um, let's see. There's been some linebackers off the board, so that doesn't really fit. Wide receiver most likely, so it's got to be Chris Olave. Jahan Dotson. Their pick is in. The Detroit Lions select. Desmond Ritter, oh, quarterback out of Cincinnati. This is what they say. In my opinion, or this is what Chad says. In my opinion, Ritter played well enough for the Bearcats and at the Senior Bowl to earn a top 50 grade. The Lions could select Ritter to eventually take over for Jared Goff, or they could trade this pick to a different team looking to land a future quarterback whose contract will include a fifth-year option. That's the interesting part is they're saying he deserves to be picked. People are going to care about that. So... Keep picking him in the first round gets you that extra extra yeah. year of control. I get I get why you're picking him there instead of in two picks in the second, but man, I hope we don't draft Desmond Ritter. That would be very very disappointing. Yeah. That would make me be the biggest Goff fan of all time. Be like Goff, don't let this ever go to Desmond Ritter's. Names. I might become a Rams fan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, get one of them Super Bowls. Second round. <laughs> so, the Jacksonville Jaguars select. Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. That was close. So the Lions are on the clock at 34. You guys already mentioned this name. Put their picks in. His pick is in. I always keep saying third. The Detroit Lions select. Daxton Hill, safety out of Michigan. Nice pick. couple names that, that are still on the board. You got Chris Olave, um, Lewis Seen, safety out of uh, uh, Georgia. Yeah, not a fan. Fire. No. You don't like him? Don't oh know. man, I'm falling in love with that guy. Yeah, I really am. Um, any other interesting names that uh, you guys? Jaqu- uh, Jaquan Brisker is still on the board there. Um, Channing Tindall, safety or sorry, linebacker out of Georgia. Um, David Bell, the quarter, the wide receiver out of uh, Purdue, yeah. is still yep. on the board, and they went with Daxon Hill. 
Don't hate it. I like Lewis Seen better than Daxon Hill as an NFL prospect, personally. What about in the in the secondary that the Lions currently have? Let's just assume that – let's assume that um, – what's his name? Sorry. Um, Tracy Walker. Talking, yeah. Let's assume Tracy Walker comes back. How how does that pairing fit together between Daxon Hill and Tracy Walker? At that Walker? point, I don't think you take a safety period then, in my opinion. It's still going to be a positional need, but it's not a make-or-break thing. I don't think it's this high. Yeah. Now, look, to it's be completely thing. honest, to be completely honest, the way that these safeties work together or don't, like, that's way above what I, I know. I look at what they did and does it fit with their scheme. I, I have no clue. I'm not going to pretend that I do. Yeah. What's hard about safety is, like, do you want the ball hot guy that just sits back and lets plays come in, in front of him over and over and over and let them drive down the field, but then he'll get the turnover? Or do you want a lockdown guy that prevents them from getting, you know, the, the play in Daxon Hill? That's what Daxon Hill right. does. He's not a ball hawk. He, he didn't have that many. Well, he, I think he can be, but that wasn't his role with Michigan. So it's really projecting that into the NFL. Some some interesting names. So um, Chris Olave went to the Chicago Bears at 39. That one was interesting. Lewis Seen, 42 to the Commanders. Wait, wait. Olave went 39. Yeah, so he was still on the board, too. Yeah, that's not happening. Enjoy losing with Justin. Uh, Jalen Petrie. Think about getting Olave Another in this safety. whole mix, too, instead of Desmond River. Ritter. We'd have Olave. Yeah, Dax I mean, that, Hill, that's a great point. And Aiden Hutchinson. Come <laughs> on. I would take that all day. Um, QA. 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 Walker. Quay. Quay. Q&A. Um, <laughs> he went to the Packers at 59. Uh, yeah, that's Quay Walker's a good linebacker. So is Channing Tindall. Yeah. Three linebackers in the top. Where did Chad? Two where did Chad Muma go? Put him on the spot, and then Chanel too. I don't know why Leo I didn't. Chanel, um, from you said Muma. Yeah, Chad Muma. Is he a first rounder? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming so. Or are we gonna get him in the third round? <laughs> I do not see him on here. If we get him in the third round, that would be terrific. All right, never mind. We can move on. Here, you can look at those. If you guys can find it in there. Maybe, maybe I'm just missing it. Um, we're in the third round now, correct? Third we're, round. We already did the second round? Yeah. All right, third round pick. Ooh, Devontae Wyatt went to the Bengals. I like Devontae Wyatt. Where do your compensatory picks come in? So we get, a, we get one compensatory pick in the third round. So we got two picks in the third round, and I think we have another fifth and sixth. I think. Did we get compensatory picks or just yeah. one? I think we got. Did we get three? Oh, yeah. Okay. I so we're pretty sure fifth ones. and sixth. Is it fifth and sixth? Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's um, my best guess too. So here we are in the second round. The Jacksonville Jaguars take Boy Mafe. Is that how you say it? Yeah, good prospect. Minnesota Edge. Um, the Lions are on the board. So you got some names out there. You got Dave Bell. You got uh, Christian Harris, the linebacker. You got Chad Muma still on the board. He is he is Ooh. on here. So you know that the Lions didn't take him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got you got some some decent names on here. A um, lot of lot of value. And the Lions pick is in. You have any guesses? I think I'm gonna hate it. Is it Haskell? Detroit Jared? Lions select David Bell, oh. wide receiver out of Purdue. 
I do not hate that. Oh, I don't I've hate that actually, at all. you know me with my <laughs> things that I do. Yeah. Um, I usually take him. Why, why I usually <laughs> take him with with my my second round pick. Yeah. Yeah. I usually do. Yeah. So if we can get him in the third round, look. If David Bell's there in the third whoop. round, I don't care if we drafted Sorry. Olave in the first. Look, go get David oh my Bell gosh. too. There have been times that I do that. Kobe yeah. Bryant was in this too. Was still available. Good prospect. Um. So some interesting names <laughs> that are worth talking about. Like it's just floor. Chad Muma, eighty-five to the Patriots. Ugh, that would suck. Um. Who did I say? Christian Harris. He went to the Cleveland Browns at seventy-eight. Anybody? Any other questions out there? Who was the uh, middle linebacker for the Cowboys? Kobe Bryant time? went to the Denver Broncos. What's that? Sorry. Who was the middle linebacker? The white guy. Van Der Esch? Uh, no, for the Cowboys for a long time. Van Der Esch? Nope. Mm, for I don't know. All right, never mind. Are you sure I, it's not Van Der Esch? It just reminds me of uh, Chad Muma, but I, I can look it up. How about that? I'm pretty I'll sure it's it Van Der Esch. I'll look it up. No, it's not. He's a white linebacker for the Cowboys. Yeah, I know. There's been more than one. Now I know you're. Like, no, I know. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of who his name is. Anyways, um, Kobe Bryant went to the Denver Broncos at 96th overall. Haskell Garrett went to the Cleveland Browns at 101. Why do I have this here? I thought it. Sean Lawrence Lee had another pick. Oh, Sean Lee is who I was. Sean of. Lee. Okay, so Kobe Bryant went to the Denver Broncos at 96, which I already said, and the Lions are on the clock at 97, and their picks in. The Detroit Lions select Troy Anderson, linebacker out of Montana State. Yeah. They could have taken Haskell Garrett. They could have taken Sam Williams, decent edge out of Mississippi. So, I I don't know much about him. That's what I'm going to be doing tonight or tomorrow (laughs) night. I will be looking at YouTubing. Anderson. Anderson. I want to know. I want to more about him. One thing that really ticked me off was they were one pick away from Kobe Bryant, who I would love yeah. at that stage. You told me to look at him. I looked at him. Not a lot. Yeah. 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 Well, that's it. I didn't have any more. What did you think about that? That draft in general. I, I could walk away from that draft feeling good about it, except for the Desmond Ritter pick. I, I don't know. I, I'm not ready to just. Give a guy a chance to and like develop into this thing. I I want uh, an elite talent, somebody who just does it in their sleep, and I don't I don't think that's him. You want a Joe Cool? Yeah, I do. I want somebody that that is just like a no brainer, somebody who performs on the field. It's not like a a project or they're trying to project some something that they saw out of him. Uh, so he had a pretty decent Senior Bowl. Like he didn't go score a whole bunch of touchdowns for him, right? It was a really low scoring Senior Bowl. So why are we pretending that a good showing at the Senior Bowl was really, really good? Yeah, I, I've, I've never heard, oh, this guy had a good Senior Bowl and was going to translate well, to a good NFL that's like career. A, yeah, you like evaluate offensive and defensive linemen and maybe linebackers in the Senior Bowl because it's really contact-driven. So, but, but not your quarterback. It's ridiculous. Drinking craft beer, having fun, and talking sports in the state of Michigan. You're listening to State of My Sports.
Before we get into the main topic of episode 144, I want to remind everyone that the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is open and pouring some of the best craft beer in West Michigan. Their revamped food menu, rotating taps, wine and ciders make the hops perfect for whatever you have going on. From dinner with the family, late night drinks with friends, and everything in between, the hops is becoming a staple in the West Michigan restaurant community that we highly recommend to our friends and listeners. Hit up Taco Tuesday, which is 250 uh, per taco, you can get a nice margarita seltzer that matches well. They got a, basically they got new a new menu out basically that started last week when we were there. It's awesome. You you got you took your family. How how, how did that go? Oh yeah, it was great. Yeah, um, everybody loved the food. We just had Ari for the night, so we brought him, and it was like a you know special thing we did with him. And he couldn't get enough of the fish tacos. He loved yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, then, the mahi mahi tacos. That's new last week, I think. Yep. Um, yep. they also have not your father's grilled cheese. Um, and smothered fries, which I really want to try. We were there last week before the podcast, and we're Andrea's trying to save money. Shout out to Andrea. Happy birthday. Yeah. It's her birthday today. I should probably Happy say birthday. that just in case she listens. She won't, but it's just in case. She might hear you now it upstairs. was in here, <laughs> and now she knows. Uh, no, but shout out to Andrea. Love you, Andrea. Um, but yeah, so I we're getting prepared to, to order. And I'm like, what do, what do you think about getting the smothered fries? And we'll just have those. And she goes, yeah, yeah, we'll get the smothered fries. I'm like, all right, sweet. So then the person comes to take our order. And I'm like, oh, we're going to start with the smothered fries to kind of get something out here quick. And she goes, I thought we were just getting regular fries. I'm like, I said smothered fries. <laughs> I'm like, just go with the regular fries. They're cheaper. And so that was my story. That was your story. <laughs> was well, story. I, I got the salmon. I just want to try the smothered fries. <laughs> I got the salmon, so I didn't even go with the tacos or anything. Oh, like, yeah? Yeah, it was, it was, was that? Uh, excellent. It was yeah. absolutely terrific, yeah. I um, recommend for the salmon. The Hops is the I official brewery of State of My Sports, and if you mention State of My Sports, you'll get a nice little discount off your first beer. I'm also talking to them about maybe doing a draft party there. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be fun. So it'll be Thursday, really? the first round, we'll do a... Live live stream like we did last year. We yeah. kind of did that. We watched a little draft. So that'd be f- that'd keep be that open on your calendars. So. All right. First weekend of what? May? September. No. <laughs> it's April. Last weekend in, in last April. Last weekend in April. Yeah. Right. So April. Um, don't, don't put it on your calendars yet unless you want to, listeners. But we'll, we'll let you know if it's official and when it's official. Anyways, I did want to p- wrap up the NFL season. Sadly, I love the NFL. I love talking football. I love football season because it makes my life really easy for the podcast. Um, but I did want to talk about some of the some of the stuff that um, happened. What do you guys think the biggest surprise was? Is the the easy answer is Bengals? Bengals, right? But what is there anything in particular? Was it just Joe Burrow and the way that he responded from his ACL injury? Like, what was your guys' biggest surprise? A total of being sacked seventy times this season, and still performing somehow, some way like that. What is it? Fourth, fourth, fourth highest total ever in a season behind three Stafford seasons. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I, it's remarkable. It's remarkable that not only him but the rest of his team helped get them that far with their quarterback just getting just smoked. Yeah, Jamar Chase. Yeah, big part of that. Absolutely. I think maybe what I'm going to remember is this is, uh, well, I guess two things. The year Stafford won the Super Bowl, the first year without you know Stafford on the Lions, but then also Tom Brady's final year. Yeah. And I think that's just something to mark down and just remember. You Man, know? it – I, I wonder if it is. 
But yeah, it might I mean, not it, be. It, it's crazy that it it seemed like the decision was made so fast, and yeah, I mean that that's that's what the story really should be, I think is the best of all times. Yeah, last last season, and who knocked him out? Matthew Stafford. <laughs> and didn't he lead the league in touchdown passes, Brady? And yards? That I don't know, to be honest. This year? Yeah, we should we should look up his stats, but I'm, I'm telling you, he had an amazing year too, and and I mean, oh yeah, it, he's going out on top. You know, it, what? I I think the 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 extra drama that happened with that team with the A B stuff, the coach hit a player, like all of those, like that. I just felt like the the way that the Buccaneers were going was the issue, and that's why you're just like, all right, I can't do this. Yeah, possibly. I, I don't want. I need to separate myself from this. And I'll take a year off and come back, or come back mid-year. Or, you know, training comes around and and he's back at the it. Lions like, are doing a little bit better than everybody thought. You jump right in. Yeah, Jared Goff goes down. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. Mm. Ooh, we could get a good draft small pick. hands Goff. <laughs> Baby hands. Baby hands. That's why I don't want. Who's, pick what it. was the biggest disappointing player or team for you guys? Most disappointing player or yeah, team? Yeah, so, so obviously I don't want to make this like about the Lions. Obviously it's disappointing when they suck. But, like, I mean, like, something, somebody that you thought was going to be better than, than it was this year. The Browns imploded bad. That's a that's a really oh, good yeah, one. Yeah, like, the Browns, Mayfield. yeah. I, I think everyone That might have had a lot a to do with how more. the Bengals kind of skyrocketed up. But, yeah, I, I'd say Browns. I mean, overall, it just kind of... I think that's a really it good just one. Imploded. Really I don't good. know how to, else to say it. Yeah, I'm thinking Saints too with Jameis Winston, the Jameis Winston experience. Nobody really knew how that was going to work out, and they ended up going through what four or five different quarterbacks and Trevor, yeah. Trevor Simeon ending the year <laughs> with them, and <laughs> like that. Just but yet they still won games. Yeah, a, a mark of a good. There's a couple that that stand out to me, and and I think they're two teams that would have done really good if they snuck into the playoffs. Was the Colts. I would have been really interested to see what they would have done to this playoff field because mm. I think they were playing pretty good in that that debacle against the Jacksonville Jaguars um, <laughs> and also the Chargers. Yep, I think they're a very good team that probably should have made the playoffs and they they screwed it over. I guess they screwed it up when the yeah. actually what, Jacksonville what? really screwed it up. Well, right? I was going to say Jacksonville is yeah. maybe the funniest story out there. Yeah. Winning that game, oh yeah, with the whole Urban Meyer stuff, Urban man, Meyer, man. I can't, I keep forgetting that that was this year. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> bizarre. I've got one for you. My yeah. di- most disappointing player, Jeffrey Okuda. <laughs> he played what six snaps? Yeah, and then he snapped his eight uh, Achilles. Yeah, that was really disappointing. <laughs> that was Just disappointing. Saying, like I was looking for big things out of him. All the reports were from the coaching staff, like, hey, he's, di- he's a different guy. Yeah, you're gonna see a different Okuda this year. Based on what we saw with with the players that took steps forward, I believe that this coaching staff was right about Okuda, and yeah, will too. be will be right about Okuda. I still I'm still not going to give up on that guy. Yeah, I'm not there. The yet, way man. other fans are. Yeah. Um. Any like any things that stand out to you that you were right about and that you were wrong about? Like just whether we said it on the podcast or not, but just like something that you thought you made up you you thought you were right and you got proven wrong. Hmm. Um, one one that stands was, out to me, and it, and it's not necessarily like I, I thought I was right, but it was like I wondered how the guys that sat out were going to do. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like the Jamar Chases, the Michael Parsons, Penny, Penny Sewell. Sewell. It was like, how are these guys going to go? Like, do like taking a year off and coming in, and, like 
very lot, lots of questions. Yeah, Crushable. all three of those guys had unbelievable oh, seasons. Great rookie years. Yeah, I mean it, it's impressive the way that those guys took a year off, and I'm nervous that this could be a little glimpse into the 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 upcoming years here for in in college because the opt out seemed to be getting earlier and earlier, and you never know, right? Like well, these guys could do it for meaningless bowl games. Yeah, but I'm, I, I mean, know. like pulling the the Bosa type thing. I mean, like, uh, I kind of hurt myself. I'm I'm done. You know what? I don't feel like doing this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you're saying like a year. year I'm saying like I got you. I'm saying like uh, Ohio State. Oh shoot, we lost a game already. Yeah, we're not going to go to the national championship. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna start thinking about the draft or Alabama. Like you get upset. Well, I guess it doesn't matter if they lose one game, but if they lose a second game, it's like eh, let's just move on, right? Like. Those type of things are it's gonna be interesting. That'll be interesting moving forward. I think the Ravens were an interesting story all year with Lamar Jackson the first time that he really got hurt and everybody said these injuries might catch up to a guy like this that Who just runs that? all the time. Who said that? I, I'm throwing you a bone here because you you hate <laughs> him so much somehow for some I reason. I don't hate him. <laughs> I just hate how everybody loves him. Right. That totally <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> But no, he, I mean, it did. It caught up to them, right? As a, as it a team, and and he was not. And he may, was the, maybe he was the second best quarterback on that. I was going to just say, it might not be their guaranteed starter going into next year. We'll yeah. see. No, I think that's that's a good one. Mike, is anything stand out to you other than your Packers? <laughs> nope. I'd say the biggest disappointment was uh, Washington football team got a new name. Are yeah. You kidding, oh, man? that is Come a disappointment, on, man. That is. A big I was really getting used to the football team. Big disappointment on that one. Uh, how do we say that on time? Oh, we're, man, we're sitting really good. Yeah. All right. So, worst to first in the AFC. Who do you guys think will go worst first? The Bengals went from worst to the Super Bowl. So, let's look at the worst teams I think in the we AFC. All, also, we did this last year. I think we all picked the Bengals to go worst, worst to first. I think, I, I think you're right. I might have taken the lines, but I don't think I was that stupid. I think we did an NFC-AFC thing, but anyway. Did anyway. we? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so AFC, Jets... Ravens, Jags, and Broncos. Who do you think out of those teams has the best chance to go worst first? Ravens, no question. Well, I was thinking Broncos. They just need a quarterback. <laughs> I, I, and honestly, the Jets are not a bad cho- choice here. I don't know. <laughs> I would take the Jags over the Jets, personally. Huh? Really? Yeah. The Jags? Yeah. Why is Trevor like Lawrence? <laughs> Look, I mean, they can. They got a ton of cap space. The Jets have a better quarterback. They got than rid of. Jags. You think Zach Wilson's better? I told you that last. I year. I know you told me that last year, yeah. but you still think that? Yeah. Did you watch the last like six games he played? I did not watch a single Zach Wilson snap. All right, man, he's looking pretty good. You think Dougie <laughs> P is going to get it done in Jacksonville this year? Why not, man? Why not? But I, I think Broncos. I really do, because I think Aaron Rodgers is going to the Broncos, and then I think they're going to win. Ooh, like the he division. elevates them and he's brings them to that oh next boy. level. Yeah. What yeah. a division. <laughs> yeah. What a division to go to. That would be a tough division to go to. But that that's where I would, I would go with the Broncos. So now I'm gonna move over to the NFC. Giants, Lions, Panthers, and Seahawks. Which one do you guys think? It was foolish not going with the Ravens, by the way. We just got cute on that one. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think this is a tough division. <laughs> All right, anyways. The NFC. Ravens are with the Bengals. Steelers, which I yeah. Cleveland could have a nice bounce back, right? Yeah, Ravens. Ravens should be our pick there, but I our point is we're looking, we're thinking outside the box, right? Yeah. So I N- mean, NFC. if if 
he can stay healthy, then the Ravens might be okay. Yep. Lamar Jackson. Man. This this next he won't. one's he won't. this next one's really interesting though. <laughs> yeah. So obviously my I already said Rodgers is leaving and going to the Broncos. So that opens up the Lions division, right? Sure would. I'm not ready to do that, especially because I think the Panthers have a better path. Because who are the, who are, there were the Saints, right? So well, and, Saints, and look, I'm Bulls. not I'm not really good. No, it's Saints, Buccaneers, Falcons, Panthers, right? I don't know. Can we pull that up? I don't know. Somebody pull that up. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm okay. right on that. I got you. But um Anyways, I think the Panthers are just as much a quarterback away as, you know, the Broncos. They're pretty similar teams. What did the what did the Panthers start out? What like six and oh, six and one, or something like that? They were a good. Team. And then they lost the rest of the games. I think or something crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Am I? Look at me with the divisions just locking it yeah, down. It's a it's a light division for sure. Um, I I, I think other teams are set up better than the Lions. I look at the Lions and look, I'm. Give me wait till crazy month in August September and I'm gonna be flying high, you know the way I usually yeah, do. Yeah, Kuda. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lions are gonna be one player away and I'm gonna be all excited because yeah. we're gonna draft that player. We drafted him. <laughs> <laughs> drafted six of um, them. But the thing that I the thing that scares me about our division is I think the Bears. I don't like long term Bears, but I think they could have a flash and have that year if the Packers don't. I think the Packers are still set up to be decent even without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think they I think they can really figure it out. I really think they can. Going to depend on a lot in the next 3 weeks. A lot. But I I don't think you guys drafted your first round quarterback already, so you should be able to just plug and play. <laughs> He'll always do that. You never know. I don't I don't think You're going to really hate saying this if Jordan Love ends up being a stud. Yeah, I don't think he's as bad as he looked. He looked. Yeah. No, for real. I don't. I don't think he's that bad. We'll see. We'll see. But no. But the Packers are a good team. They they have pieces around. Now they all start might. They all might start leaving if Aaron's not there. But I don't. Know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Well, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, I'm not going to get into the betting favorites. I don't really want to do that. I do have other questions though. For you guys. Okay. And I was hoping that John could pull these out of a hat, but he Question. has a stomach bug, allegedly. Yeah. Quote. Unquote. Quote, unquote, stomach bug. I do have some more questions, though. Spit. I'm going to put music behind it. Is that right? That's we, good. I just want to do good. it quick. I want to do it quick. Don't get us kicked off of Facebook again. Please. I'm, I'm going to pretend that I'm pulling them out of a hat, but I'm just going to read from the top. Okay? Ooh, nice. First question. Oops, holding up. Where will Aaron Rodgers play in 2022? Ryan. Uh, Green Bay. Micah. Green Bay. I agree. Unfortunately, Dang it. that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Who will be picked for Hard Knocks? Who are the Detroit Lions? I yeah. I think I, it's I, written on the wall. Yep. All right, question. All those characters, coaches. I really characters. wish I had like more drama behind these questions. But will Deshaun Watson play? And if so, for who? Now, this is a tough question. That's a good question. I knew he wasn't going to play this last year, and Pretty I almost obvious. thought about that. Huh? Pretty obvious that he wasn't going to play this year. But, or last year. Yeah. Well, he, they have, they didn't make up their mind for a long time, though. So. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm torn on this I one. I say. <laughs> you got to have an answer. <laughs> I say that he plays, him and his 
lawyers get everything figured out, get that swept under the rug like they always do, and he goes to Pittsburgh. That's an interesting one. Hmm. They yes. need a QB. They're not looking for someone to start over because they have Mason Rudolph already. I yeah. think he plays, and I think he plays for the Denver Broncos. Really? Because Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay, unfortunately. Or fortunately. might be good for the Lions for him to stay. You want to you go to the Lions? Who? Sean Watson? Watson? I, don't, I don't think they'd take him. <laughs> I don't think they'll take him, but no. why not? I would. Yeah, no, I, I I think he plays too. I don't have a team. For who? Broncos. All right. Carolina. Carolina Panthers. Okay. With the Bengals doing what they did, are they a fop, top five team heading into the season? Or was this just the stars aligning to go on this type of run? A top five team? I don't yeah. Think, I don't think they're top five. No, I'd say top ten. Top ten? Top ten, easy. Top five, no. I don't think they're top ten. Top, or I don't think they're top five. Top ten, I, I, I even wonder a little bit. I wonder if this is uh, this the flash... Bad division, a lot of injuries. I mean, the best team in the other division was Steelers with Big Ben, that quarterback, right? So it's like, I don't know. I, I think that division was very far down. And what they had, what, 10 wins? They were only 10 and 7. How much all-in were they this year with their cap? Like I honestly don't know. I think they do have a lot of cap space. And that's where yeah, I they think like if, they, if, they spend it, if they spend it right heading into the year, they can kind of redo this thing and upgrade and get better. Just feels like... They got to figure out the the core for like they need to figure out an offense line for this team to be <laughs> in the playoffs next year. Yeah, if I think they want to. I think they're QB. like maybe the fourth best team in the AFC. That that's kind of where I have them. Pegged. Yeah, yeah. All right, with OBJ's 2021 drama and his injury, will he ever be a number one wide receiver again? Absolutely not. OBJ? Yeah. No, not with the injury. It's kind of already downhill, right? Yeah. I agree. It, um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but. The Bengals kicker, McPherson is his last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a rookie. He stayed on the field during the halftime show. He didn't go in the locker room with his team. Why? You have a problem with that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Even, even as a kicker? Yes. Yeah. I agree. You're part, You're part of, of the team. team. <laughs> You're it's wearing stupid. the jersey. Yeah. Why would you do that? He, he really did. And yeah, there's a picture of him just sitting on a bench like with this smug look on his face. I'm like... That dude needs to be done. Isn't he from no. Florida? I think so. Oh, well, that explains a lot. Well, I don't know where. Like, I think he went to school in Florida. I don't know. I thought he went to University of Florida. Yeah, he did. I don't know if he yeah. if he's from Florida, but well, that explains plenty. It does explain a lot. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What grade do you give the halftime show? Zero to ten. You know how we roll. Zero, zero to ten. Zero to ten. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a. I'll get a 6-3. Six, 6-3? Three. Six, three? Yeah. Micah? That's 7-5, and that was being nice. Yeah. I don't like halftime shows. Yeah, me either. I think they're very overrated, but I did enjoy that one. I found myself tapping my toe a little bit. Being oh, like, for Man, sure. Man, this is a good song. I forgot about this song. Yeah. Mary J. Bly was a little over the top. Falling down, <laughs> literally <there>. falling, yeah. <laughs> literally over the top. I'm surprised I think it hold her. Shout out to the people that built that set and held those guys on. There. Oh yeah. Oh man, she's thick. <laughs> she is. I can say that, right? I don't know. I, I don't know what you're allowed to say. <laughs> I can't believe I that thing could hold her up. I don't think that's a compliment. Oh, I I don't. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying 
she probably should have wore more clothes. All I'm all I'm saying is, uh, I think they should have gone for more songs for each one of them. They, it seems like they just did they like just one song, right and it went fast actually. Yeah, it, it was but pretty. With that, good. with that many performers, that's that's what you get though. All right, last question. Maybe I'll say outside of Aaron Rodgers, which is the most intriguing quarterback controversy going on out there. So you got. Um, and, and it might just be like a, a massive hole and on a good team, you know. But like you got Rodgers, which I said you can't talk about. But um, you know, Buccaneers without Tom Brady, they're moving on. You got Saints Jimmy not Green. knowing what they're going to do. Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. You got Kyler Murray. What did he do? Wash his phone in, in water or something like that? Like I don't know what he did, but he did something on the the social media. He like washed his Instagram or something of of all of that stuff. Like there's a lot of didn't in, we I mean, got Wilson. into Russell Wilson sitting next to the commissioner. Like, yeah, that was weird. It doesn't seem legal. Ryan brought that up when we were watching. He goes, "How is that not tampering? How is that legal to yeah. do that? Like, it doesn't make any sense." Is he like the head of the NFL players? players? So yeah. he might be. I think he's on it. He might. That's that might have been. Yeah, yeah. He's Which one's the most intriguing to you guys? I think Kyler Murray. Can, yeah, I really do. I think it. Because I know like Aaron Rodgers is the obvious choice, but Kyler Murray is what everybody's pegged as like the next up and coming star talent in yeah. the league. They, they tried to make him a face of the league this year, and, and once again failed. he kind of yeah let let everybody down. Man. And now and now there's turmoil in Arizona. Like think about all the first round picks that they've wasted trying to find a quarterback, and they still don't have their guy. If, yeah. if did you see the reports that came out? Was it today or yesterday? And like he refused to go back on the field during in the playoff game. He really? refused to. In his body language, I've been saying that about this dude. You have, yeah. Since day one. I'm like, this guy's body language is not made to be an NFL quarterback, period. Pretend. Even if you have a bad attitude, like that guy I don't know. I think he could be out of the league here soon playing the athletics here soon for the Oakland days. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that, one, on over that one's interesting. Tigers. That one's interesting. Mike, which one stands out to you? Uh, I think equally, uh, I think Russell Wilson stands out quite a bit. I mean, he's, he's been such a hot name, you know, the last 10 years, um, doing good things on the West Coast. And quite honestly, like, I, I just feel like Seattle's done building around him. They want him to do way more than what he can do. Like, I, I just don't see where this marriage goes any further, to be quite frank. Yeah, I, I would agree with both of you guys on that. I think they're both very interesting. I would almost put both of those ahead of Aaron Rodgers just because I feel like Aaron Rodgers is ready to be done. And it's like one this will be his final year. Where is it going to be? Is he trying to do double middle fingers to Green Bay? Or is he going to try to do it one more year with Green Bay? And then that's done. Whereas like Russell Wilson, I feel like they're the next, he, that's the next Saints organization right there. They're in cap hell. Their coach is old. Like, the bomb is about to be dropped on oh, that yeah. organization, yeah. and it is going to explode and be ugly for, for years to come. That one's interesting. Uh, Kyler Murray is very interesting, too. That one, I don't know. They're all just – the quarterback cares. I and mean, Maybe we should do that. Just put, like, all of the quarterback names on the spinning wheel, and as soon as it comes up, we're just like, this is where he's going to go. This is what he's going to do. Deshaun <laughs> Watson, even, is, is, could okay. be part of this. Yeah, like, let's do it. Oh, yeah. like, this is just crazy. Like, there's usually not quarterbacks are the one position that doesn't get moved very often, and this is just 
Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is the the GM for them too, right? Out there, I don't think so. I, thought he I mean, was. he might have full control of like roster and stuff, but no, I don't think he's the GM technically. But I'm sure he has a lot of a lot of say in, yeah. in all of it okay. all. But, um, but yeah, those are the heading into the off season questions that we had for today. Red Wings to Michigan State. We're talking about it. This is State of My Sports. Last week, Thursday, yeah, Thursday, was the an, uh, NBA trade deadline. Yeah. And the Pistons made a move. Let's start with what the move that they made. Can you tell us a little about that, Ryan? Yeah, so the news came out on Thursday uh, that there was a trade that was completed. Um, let's see. The the Pistons acquired forward Marvin Bagley the third from Sacramento Kings. They gave up in exchange uh, Josh Jackson forward uh, Trey Lyles and I think what ended up being two draft second two round second picks, round draft right? picks. Yeah. Um, and this was a four team deal, so it's not like these guys went directly to the Kings. I don't know where they all went. Like it's just it gets so confusing. But the bottom line is what we gave up and what we what we got in return. Yeah. So Marvin Bagley Junior. Or sorry, Marvin Bagley the third, um, young, twenty two year old still. Uh, he's actually almost almost twenty three. Uh, he was what drafted second overall second overall uh, by the Kings in two thousand and eighteen. Three years experience. It hasn't really clicked. Sounds like, on a bad organization. Yep. Pistons. What do you, What do you think about this trade? I I love it. I think it's a great trade, and and there's a lot of. I don't. I'm not expecting the the biggest impact out of this trade, but it could be, and that's the point. That's the point of the trade is the high upside. Um. Again, second overall draft pick. He's a big body, six eleven, two hundred thirty five pounds, but he has touch around the rim. Like he actually is a good finisher. Um, he can shoot the ball. I think what he's been missing is is developing like the, his feel for the game, and that's just it hasn't come through the Kings organization in a long time. And it, it's an organization that it kind of ruins players. And I think that this is just another example of that. He didn't have a role. He it sounds like he almost had a really bad relationship from the very beginning with the Kings, and has been in turmoil for a couple of yeah. years. Which is kind of the Kings' mo, right? Like it really is. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, and. It's a low risk, high reward, right? Yeah, and and really, Josh Jackson has been eating up minutes recently, where he, he wasn't adding value. I, there are some things that I really like about Josh Jackson, but but he was another. He was very equivalent to Marvin Bagley, actually. Okay. In, in the same draft, he went two picks later, and he was our experiment. We wanted to know if he was going to live up to that talent, and he showed flashes, but he didn't live up to it. So why hold on to him? Why lose that asset that we traded to get? You know, or I guess sign Josh Jackson. Yeah. Um, but then pair him up with a guy who has been playing some pretty good basketball, but he's not a long-term future asset in in Trey Lyles, and pair him up and go get a, a young potential stud. So he is a potential stud still, you would say? He could be. He could develop into that, but I think more he could fill the role that we need him to fill. Yeah. And he really could be our center of the future, meaning that we're not building around him. It doesn't mean that he's not a building block, but he's not – He's not the primary focus of. He's not our number two overall pick. Exactly, exactly. That and that's the best point of this whole thing is like, 
We just need him to eat minutes. We need him to play good defense. We need him to be 6'11", 235 pounds. Mm-hmm. He's athletic. He can move around, drive to the basket, take easy points when they're there. But we're not going to rely on you to run the offense through you. I don't need him to be Joel Embiid. And, and so that's... And that's what he was drafted to be. A- absolutely. And when you're not that, and you're drafted that high... So, I mean, it's kind of like if we had to get rid of Akuda. The Lions had to get rid of Akuda. It's like... He's no longer the third overall pick, and that labels over him anymore. Now he's just, uh, hey, the, we just traded two guys for you, and this is this is it, right? Like, start over. We don't care where you were picked. Just go play football. And now all of a sudden he becomes a good player in the league, but maybe not the number three overall pick. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're hoping here with, with Bagley. Now his contract, do we have an option heading into next year, or is it like his contract is up and we got to – have that like yeah. right signing type thing. I believe he's just he's a restricted free agent at the end of the year. Um so we have first dibs on him and, and we can match any contract that comes through. Um but I think the the important part with him is he just wants to find a spot. He he needs to find a role on a team that was not the Kings anymore. Okay. So if he gels with the guys and I think that was important to him is are all the players in the locker room but also leadership down do they believe in him? Okay. So if you're trading for a guy that that automatically puts you in a good spot, you know, to, to try to develop. Yeah. I think when I watch him play, and I, I try to do as much research on him as possible, I remember him coming out of school. You know, he played at Duke and and really dominated for a while um, in college because of his athleticism and because he's kind of a – he's got a different kind of athletic body. He just – he would dominate the college game. But in the pros, he hasn't learned when to use his athleticism and when not to. And I think the feel for the game is what he's lacking at this point. You, he can drive to his left, get around a guy, but then when help comes, he doesn't know whether to pass to the open guy over there or, or just throw up a hook shot, and he's a, he's wild. And he okay. plays defense the same way. He's, he got quick feet. He can stay in front of people, but he jumps at, at weird times, and like it just hasn't clicked. And I don't know if he just needs a mentor or somebody to work with him or if that'll never come. I don't know. But it's worth the risk. Now, do we have that mentor? Like, we don't really have anybody that – he can learn behind, right? Like it's basically he's gonna be thrown to the wolves, right? Because we got to learn if he's gonna work in in the Pistons organization before yeah. we give him a new contract or, or whatever happens. So, I mean, is there somebody as like a coaching a coach that that fits to kind of hope to change that mentality or like what, what do you see here? Well, yeah, we're we're relying on the coaches to do that, but. There's going to be competition now. So Isaiah Stewart is our center, but he's undersized, and, okay. and there are some good and bad things about him too. Um, what Isaiah Stewart doesn't have is the natural length and height. Marvin Bagley has that. He's got like a seven foot two wingspan. Okay, and he he has that big body, and now there will be competition within the the Pistons locker room that you don't know who should be the starter or not. Yeah, and both guys are young and think they deserve it and all this stuff, and so. Maybe it means that one one guy ends up being a bench role, and that that just becomes his role on the team. Or he gets mad and he leaves the team. I don't I don't care either way. I just want a winner. Yeah. In the end. Nope, not, that's fair. Um, the other thing that didn't happen, I guess, was not moving Jeremy Grant. Uh, is it another? Is it the second missed opportunity to move this guy? I think we kind of have different opinions on this. Yeah, you think? Um, <laughs> according to our text messages <laughs> group. Um, but all right, well. Why not? Why is it the right decision to not move Jeremy Grant? Because uh, the right offer was not there. All right. Based on 
based based on all reports leading into the draft, even like the re- or the, not the draft, the trade deadline. Going into this, there people were starting to say that there was not the market that everybody thought. But how how do you go from dozens of teams being interested in Jeremy Grant to not moving the guy because because in, the right because offer interest is not offers, and and I don't think that necessarily translated. Now I did hear a report that there was a trade offer that came through that included a first round pick, but the Pistons wanted two first round picks for him. And they and they said they held their ground and said no we're holding out for two and that, that offer never came. It's really possible that that was with the Kings actually okay. for for a different Bagley, type. Right? Yeah, maybe maybe other players too. Okay, uh, in the mix, but yeah, they. I I think when the Indiana Pacers sold their whole team away, it kind of took a, some leverage away from the yeah. Pistons. That that was kind of I remember when that trade happened and I don't remember like the names that were part of it and stuff. But I remember that happening and being like everybody saying, "Oh, that was the Pistons' trade partner." Yeah, and I don't know if it was the Pacers or the other teams that that were involved, but it was like, okay, that kind of put a halt to what was going on. And it sounds like um, GM Weaver, Troy Weaver, said told Jeremy Grant that he wasn't going to be moved pretty early on in the process, like a couple days even before the deadline, yep. that that was going to happen. Which, look. It, the, the, I don't like s- s- setting uh, a tone here, and if it's the one first-round pick compared to the two first-round picks, that's where I'm just going to be like, well, your two first-round picks were about two potential playoff runs for a team, right? So the p- team that was going to take Jeremy Grant wants those two playoff runs. Now all of a sudden they have one. So let's say we trade him at the draft or mid-next year. It's one year. That's all they have now. So that just diminishes his value there for the true value that you would get in return. So like just by saying no to this is like, well, you're going to get the same offer, if not worse, next year, especially if he keeps doing what he's doing, yeah, but playing terrible. But right? they're, they're already talking about extensions and everything else. So all they need to do is re-sign him to a similar contract, and then next year his buzz can be just as high as it was this year. So I, I don't know how relevant the, the one year left is really is because that changes they can yeah. change that at, at okay. any time um I, and also i think what the pistons did not get this year is a chance to look at all of their guys playing at the same time Jer- yeah. jeremy grant and Cade cunningham have barely played together we haven't seen it yeah and i think the in in the minds of the pistons right now they're building based off of length and you see it with marvin bagley six foot eleven long arms Big athletic body. Then, if you pair that with Jeremy Grant, who ends up might end up playing, let's just say the the four or even the three eventually. But either way, tall, athletic, lanky guy who can score. Then you go Sadiq Bay. He's a big, strong, tall athlete. Then Kate Cunningham, six foot six, six foot seven, yeah. point guard, tall, athletic. I, I mean, that's that's what they're building around. And then Amadou Diallo, super athletic. I mean that's that's their mo. They're trying to to have. I, I just think they're trying to have like a wall of long, athletic, long arm guys. A lot like the Lakers were in their their heyday, right? That was kind of their their. Weren't they all about length? Yeah, and yeah, and like athleticism. R- Rick, Rick not necessarily not athleticism. That's probably a baddie. But the length was their 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 key with their. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good example of that, like a different team that's built that way. Spurs. Yeah, Spurs in their did for heyday. A while. Yeah. But they did have the the short, yeah, and it it doesn't, it yeah, doesn't I, have to be yeah, it does, board, yeah, yeah, but. for sure. Um, 
I don't know. I, I just looked at it as an, a missed opportunity because in the way I'm looking at it, and I brought it up for the Lions, I brought it up for the, the Red Wings before, is, is the quantity over quality. The Pistons are in rebuild mode or restore mode to, to, to stick to Weaver's verbiage. Like, quantity is so important because then you can miss on a Killian Hayes and still make out good with taking Stewart and Bay in a draft, right? Like, that's where we need to be. Well, because we're going to miss on, I mean, most NBA draft picks miss, right? It's It might be 50-50 at this point, the way that these guys are coming out so young and you don't really know, they, they don't develop, do they develop late? Are they gone by the time they're developing? Like, it's just, it's a crapshoot. And the NBA is a disaster with the way the one and done works and it's just not working out very well for really college or NBA. And I'm just looking at it, it's like, I want more opportunities to, get lucky and get the right guy. And I looked at Jeremy Grant and people talk about how, hey, we're, we're underpaying him and it's great that we have this player. He's one of our better players, if not the best player currently, uh, all due to respect to Cade, but he's just young. But like, what was he, mid-second round pick? So if we can get, yeah, late first round picks, that's still upgrading. If we can get two or one first-round pick and a, a second-round pick and a player, and you turn that into moving up to get the right player, all of those things, like, that's where, like, my brain goes, like, I don't want to settle. I'd rather have this ammo to move up and get the player you want. Because you see movement constantly in the NBA draft. Players moving, getting drafted by the Kings, but going to the Rockets, and it's just very confusing. It And there's just all this movement. It's like, I want to be that team that has the ability to move and has the ability to build you know our quantity of picks and go get the right guy that's where I, I just look at this i'm like it's disappointing if he walks in my head he's gonna walk like the extension could happen and then i'm right there with you guys and be like okay it's the right move because then his, his value is still there but based on the offseason last year of him talking to certain players and almost sounding like he wanted to be out at times with the going to the olympics and all that stuff it's like if that's what he was saying He's gonna walk when he can. That's what that's what I keep telling myself. So that's where the divide I think really is. Is yeah. if, yeah, if we can re-sign him, you're right, and we're gonna get his value. If he walks, I'm right, and we got nothing out of the great deal that we got of of a sleeper, if you will, in free agency. I I think the point of the whole conversation all goes back to purgatory though, because what do we want to be out of purgatory? Yes. We either want to be bad or really good. Yep. And this whole like middling thing didn't work for the Pistons for a decade and a half. Yep. So the I think my point is by keeping Grant, you're that's not keeping us in any kind of purgatory. That's not keeping us in the middle of the pack because we have the worst record in basketball again right yep. now. Yeah. Like the Magic have more wins than us again. So we're we have the worst record in the NBA. We will get a top Guaranteed four pick top going five into next pick. year. I think t- top five. The bottom three have the same odds, and then they can only fall to five. I think I heard that today. I just want. Did that sure. change from last year? I think it's the same. I think if it's the same. Last I think the top year, we three will drop to four at the worst. Okay. All right. But because you that's being number one. Below. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, so if if we get one of those, I think the reason Marvin Bagley was important is because now we have talent or. "Quote unquote talent, I guess, across the board at different positional groups, so the Pistons can get their guy that they want, and they're not filling a need. They don't feel pressure to go get a center just because they need a center. They're like, well, we got this young guy that might develop into something. Let's get the guy we really want. Okay. And so that that was the point of the Marvin Bagley trade. 
but not trading Grant, again, they don't know what they don't have at this point. And basketball is not the same as the other sports where quantity is that important because you're not trying to fill a roster of 11 guys on offense, 11 guys on defense, 55, yeah. 54 guys in the locker room, or hockey with four lines, five lines. Like, yeah. You're not trying to fill all those holes. Baseball the same way. Basketball is so unique that you need the right players that fit together the right way. And it and it's such it's way more of if Troy Weaver's looking at Jeremy Grant, he says, you know what, you might not be contributing to us winning right now, but if I surround you with two first overall draft picks and a couple of uh, former second rounders or second overalls, second overalls, yeah, and with Jeremy Grant kind of as the thirty year old guy who's more mature than the rest of them, who's who's unshakable and he just has like a pretty even keel attitude. I don't know. That's that's probably his vision you know and he fits all all the boxes of guarding the lebrons on the other side jeremy grant's your guy to do that that's fair even though lebron will be out of the league by the time no he's he's trying to stick around to (laughs) just play with his play with his son which yeah (laughs) when does he come out they just need to he just needs to make sure his son's good enough to be in the nba is he not that good i'm not i'm not convinced i've seen him get schooled in high school is that going to be another ball situation Lonzo, and he'll be Omelo good enough. He's he'll be good enough because he really is. He's a beast. You can already tell. Like he's big, strong, just like his dad. Yeah, so he'll probably be fine. All right. Is that a, is that it for the the Pistons? Yeah, then? let's let's move on. Let's on. keep it. Yeah, let's keep it rolling. <laughs> From the Red Wings to Michigan State. We're talking about it. This is State of My Sports. We are in our final results for our betting hero picks. Before we get into that, Ryan, can you explain betting hero to our listeners? Yeah, of course. Guys, bettinghero.com <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Oh, wait, that's passed. Uh, bettinghero.com, promo code MIBETS. They uh, they'll give you all the best promo codes available at any time that you go on there. They automatically renew to the the very next best offer for any of the betting uh, platforms that you choose to use. And so again, bettinghero.com promo code MIBets. All right. Well, the winner of our betting hero picks of the year, Micah Smith. Let's go. Boo. Let's go. Where's my music? Yeah. I got to read this into last week because I don't know how three of us went five and three. We did? We all went five and three. That's so insane. Micah went five and three. Ryan, oh, five and three. I went five and three. Kyle, four and four. So the results are in. Micah finished the season. First overall, 87 and 76. Let's go. That's not bad. That's Let's good. No, go. it's respectable. That's good. I'll, I would take that. Nice job. Um, second, Mike or Ryan, eighty-six and seventy-seven. Oh, one, one game, game away. One game away. You what guys should listen to tied? every single episode and make sure I did it right. Oh yeah, I will. You guys should do that. I will. It's only twenty-six weeks. <laughs> of picks. <laughs> I think it was twenty-six. What'd you say? What was going to happen if we tied? Uh, the tie is a wash, and then third place gets the win. <laughs> so we know well you didn't done. cheat. Then. Well done. Um I went five and three and finished eighty three and eighty overall. 
Kyle brought up the rear 40, four and four last week to finish 81 and 82. The only one under 500. Yeah. So if you think about that, if you just listen to our picks, everybody, you've listened to all, any of our three picks, you would have made money this year. Yeah. Just always it's, just stick. It's that bucks. easy. You just have to bet 162 I guess, times. <laughs> I guess if that's not true with the <laughs> minus 110s and all that good stuff. But we're all, we were all over 500. That's important. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 163 yeah. times, sorry. Can we breeze over the uh adopt a playoff team? Oh, I forgot to do that. I don't know who took who, That's to be okay. honest with you. I won that too. Oh, look at you. Did you really? Humble. Yeah. He's humble too, folks. He's humble. I learned it from you guys. I love you guys. Expired. Uh anyways, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a few weeks off from our, our uh Betting hero Feels picks, good. but I will put together my Wednesday parlays that never seem to win. We're we're back to this, but we're gonna do it anyways because why not? <laughs> so I'm gonna put together a parlay next or tomorrow for everybody that listens right away. Get Wait, it are in you there. Actually, gonna do this parlay? I am gonna do it, and I will send the screenshot too. All right. Um, so I'm gonna take the Minnesota Wild to win. I'm going to take the Pistons. I'm going to take the points. They play the Celtics. Celtics are on a back-to-back. I don't know how they did against um, the 76ers, but that's a bigger game. They're going to be a little little tired. So I'm assuming the Pistons will get eight and a half, nine. That would be my guess. I would take that. That's, that's where I'm going to be. Um, then I'm going to take the over in the Canes and Panthers. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping it's six and not six and a half. If it's six and a half, be careful. But if it's six, take that. At least you get the push at six. But five and a half would be awesome too. If you can get it at five and a half, look for that. Um, but those will be the the three games that I'm going to hit. Celtics won big tonight. Did they? One thirty-five to eighty-seven over the Seventy-Sixers. We're talking Dang. forty-eight point spread. Perfect timing for the Pistons to, to sneak a at least keep it close type thing, right? The Celtics are one of the most Jekyll and Hyde teams there are. Yeah, except everybody didn't have to play in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Heckle and Jide. That's true. Nobody played 30 minutes. All right. Well, I already stuck <laughs> to it. That's the hard part with this is that it's, I have to do it a day early, so um, whatever. We'll do it live. Okay. What the? No, we'll do it. Oh, right, you, I did hit that. Stopped it, yeah. I tried to stop it because you said it was too long last <laughs> yeah, time. It was too long. All right. Well, that's whatever. what she said. If it's craft beer in Michigan sports, we may not be the authority, but we love both like a fat kid loves cake. Hot, hot! This is State of My Sports. We're going to get into our beer grades. Micah, remind us what we're drinking tonight. If I can read it. It is Catching Rays. Catching Rays. I, I honestly Arvon. cannot read the description. I'm sorry. From Arvon Brewing Company. It is a 5%. Kettle sour with pineapple, coconut, and vanilla, vanilla and lactose. Uh, creamy and thick with strong coconut and pineapple that take you straight to the beachy pina coladas. You've missed that bumper a couple times tonight. I've, yeah, I gotta figure the, out a the, better. That's what she method. said because that was pretty. I should have done. I should have had the. That's what she said. One. Yeah. For what? It's creamy and thick. Oh, I mean, that'd have been come good. On, man. You're fired. 
<laughs> that would be a good one to get Yo. the Trump saying you fired. I'm going to get that. Okay. <laughs> that's, Anyways. That's what we're drinking. That's what we're drinking from Arvon Brewing Company in Grand Rapids, Michigan. To be honest with you, I was not planning on drinking Arvon tonight. Really? But I completely forgot to get beer. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> what do I got? Arvon. <laughs> so Just <laughs> roll out the I mean, barrel, we got We got to get more. I mean, especially now that we're all doing one. We got to start stretching ourselves a little bit more with different different breweries. I feel like we've been right in our comfort zone since we started this the first of the year. So a bad thing to be comfortable. No, I love it's true. comfort. Yeah, comfortable. I do nice. love comfortable. I'm still wearing pajama pants. <laughs> Same. <laughs> you didn't have to prove it. Red wing pajama. Red wing pajama pants. I didn't have to, but I did. Closest ones to winning a championship maybe? in Detroit. I would say the Lions. Let's talk. Let's talk about that next week or the week after. <laughs> just keep. Let's just add to their sheet for next week. Yeah. That what? That's really interesting. The closest one now. Yeah. Might be the Tigers though. Okay. Could be. I, I, I was surprised you didn't say that one. We're actually all really good, except for the Pistons. Not really good. None of us are really good. Yeah, the Lions are gonna have the second overall pick. <laughs> <laughs> Pistons will get the first overall pick. Lions second. And thirty second. And thirty second. Huge. Huge. All right. Beer grades. Beer grades. What do you think about this one, Micah? Great kettle sour, huh? It's great. It never fails from these guys. I, I just don't even know what to say anymore. Um, It's a good beer. It It's yet another kettle sour. They crushed it, hit it out of the park. Uh, I'm going to go an 8.3. 8.3? It's a good score. What I really like about this one is it just like reminds me of summer, and I just cannot wait for summer. <laughs> like I'm so excited. Easton looks at me the the other day. He goes, "I think we should open the pool." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" Did what? really? Yeah. I'm like, well, he's like, "How long till summer?" Because we're opening the pool. I'm like, "That dude, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's still a ways off." Do but you, he just do seemed you want like a swimming pool. <laughs> he's out there under the deck tomorrow. Taking the ties I'm, off. I'm wondering if he just wants to ice skate on it. Maybe that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Probably. That's uh, not a bad idea either. Just keep that thing open and just make it a little pond. Does that work that way? Uh, not for an above ground pool. No? No. Or below or ground pools below either. Ground pool, yeah. <laughs> so no. No to, the, no to that. Correct, yeah. <laughs> we should really do that though. But is that, is, are we done for the day? Did you give it a grade? 8.6. Ooh, there you go. Good catch. Thank you for correcting that. Or fixing that? Thank you for or your telling me that. I'd give it an eight five two. I've had it before. I I drink that in Florida. <laughs> you did you drank it? Did you drink some at, at the We'll talk to you next week if not soon? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Peace. You've been listening Rockford to Brewing State Company. Sports. Something From hoppy for Terry. Seven point Tigers to the Pistons to Michigan and Michigan State. And everything in between, we're talking about it. And don't forget the beer. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at State of My Sports with an M-I. We'll see you next time.